we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up! Hey, you guys really are like the hip-hop early morning, late night talk show. Breakfast Club is the most powerful, popular, urban radio show in America. Live from the black mothership in New York City, it's DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. It's different, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking about. Thank you, y'all. Be blessed, I love y'all. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches! I'm always nervous when I do the Breakfast Club because sometimes you say stuff and it's just gonna get you in trouble. Everybody, wake up! Good morning, USA! 
Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God is out today. He is back tomorrow. I think his flight might have just landed on the next hour or so. But Claudia Jordan's our guest host. Good morning, Claudia. What's up, Envy? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm good. I got more than two hours of sleep tonight. I think last night I think I got three and a half. Oh, you went out? Yeah, I did. Where'd you go? I went to dinner. I met some friends. And I got people here. So they all be like trying to like, you know, get me, which I love. I feel really loved when I come out here to New York. So you was out and about? I went to Nobu. And then early I went to an Indian restaurant with a girlfriend of mine that I want to definitely talk about later on. Yeah? Okay. All right. Well, you had a good night. Well, uh, you know, tonight, well, today is my two-year-old's birthday, Pepe, Peyton. Happy birthday. And for all my kids, when it's their birthday, uh, when they wake up in the morning, there's balloons there for them. Uh, we usually sing stupid songs. Uh, we have cupcakes and cakes for them in the morning. So uh, when they go to school, they're excited. They feel good. So that's what I did last night. I got the room ready for little Pepe. She turns two today. But then on my way to work, I caught a flat tire. I heard. I caught a flat tire. Then I had to say... Now, uh, if you're listening, no matter where you are in New York right now, it's like 30 degrees. It's cold outside. It's like I wasn't I, probably ready. less than that, probably 25 degrees. Um, so I had to figure out: Am I going to change this flat, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to drive home <laughs> on this rim mm-hmm. and just figure another way? So I drove home. I was like, I'm not fixing no flat, but I did make it in time. I just walked in about two minutes ago. So shout uh, out to everybody out there on the road. Thank you because I don't know if I was ready for the yo 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 to do it myself. Yo, so. I, call, I called the producer this morning. I said, Tell Claudia she got to start the show because oh I got God. a flat. Oh, it's well. not gonna happen, but I did make it in time. So, so you're two year old. Yeah, two year old. You go all out. Um, the foul thing is no. You don't. No. So. I don't think that's foul. When you have, no, because when you have multiple kids, right, you go all out for the first couple of kids, right? The first kid, you definitely go all out. You have these huge parties, and it's not even, even for the kid. Like, the kid never remembers. It's mm-hmm. just for you, and you do all types of things, and you buy all types of things for the kid. And then when the last kid comes, you'd be like, ah, nah, you good. You're going to so get this Carvel cake and relax. You treat the last kid like leftovers? Afterthought, <laughs> kind of? Mm-hmm. Not really tripping anymore? Nah, you just be smarter with, with, with what you spend on the kids, because you realize that... It never nothing matters. You don't think the uh, younger kid feels that, and the other kid, the older kid, stunt and say, "Back when I was five, nah, because they ain't, they ain't gonna remember it anyway. As long as you love the kids, they're not gonna remember. Like none of my kids ever said, Dad, when I was one years old, why we had the best, but they don't remember that.' So you spend mad money, and the kids don't even remember. Don't even remember. Another reason, ladies and gentlemen, why I have cats and not kids. <laughs> cats and not I would kids. be so mad. No, because when you have the, your first child, you spoil them and, and you give them the world because you're super duper excited. But you know, at number six. You just don't spoil them the same. You still spoil them with love and, 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 and a bunch of other things and, and and for them to see the world. But you just don't spoil them with like, I'm not having super duper big parties and performances like I did with Madison or I did with Logan. Paper is just going to chill. She's just going to thug it out and watch, paper, watch uh, Paw Patrol. So the first kid got ponies and this yes. one gets a Carvel cake. And Paw Patrol. Oh. We still gonna celebrate. We still gonna party, but we're not gonna go over the top. We like you realize it's not worth it. They don't remember. It's not like it's something you do, and you can do other things with the money that that makes more sense. I think that makes sense. I never understood why people throw on these big parties. I mean, again, it's for the friends. It's for the it's to stunt. Everything's for the gram, right? Well, not, well, this is before the gram, but it's for family. It's for friends. You want to enjoy yourself, but they don't remember that. And don't rich parents, and I'm gonna call you that. Don't rich parents um, try to like one up, like you know, their friend circles. Uh, no. I think so. No, no, you just try to. I mean, you just try to to do go over and beyond and, and do things that you think you would have wanted at that age, right? Because when I had Madison, I, I we didn't have no money. We was dead broke. 
But we still try to do as much as possible because you just wanted them to have this, the ponies and this, that, and the other. And then you realize, mm, these damn kids don't remember that. I, I think I'd be a rich parent that would try to stunt and show off for the other parents. Yeah? Yeah. Jesus. I'm, I'm honest. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. We got front page news. Teslin Figueroa will be joining us. We got a lot to break down, a lot to talk about today. So don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now let's get in some front page news. We got our guest co-host Claudia joining here. What up, Tiz? Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Claudia. In the Breakfast Club family. Yeah, Charlemagne will be back tomorrow. Now let's jump right into sports. Last night, the Vikings took on the Chicago Bears, and the Bears won 12 to 10. Now let's jump right into Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, once again, uh, we are talking about Mississippi. Now, because of previous reporting on the family of Dexter Wade's fight for justice, you guys remember that. That is uh, the case where the Jackson Police Department buried him in a pauper's grave and failed to alert the family for months. Um, we had Attorney Crump on the show. We talked about it. Clyde, I know you talked about this story as well. Uh, folks had talked about how you brought this to uh, folks' attention. Now, the same thing has happened to the family of 40-year-old Mario Moore from Jackson. Take a listen. According to the coroner's report, Moore was killed by blunt force trauma to the head. His body was found on the street, wrapped in a tarp, eight months before his family ever knew. That is so sad. Now, now he was buried in a pauper's grave mm -hmm. behind the county jail without the family's knowledge. I want to give you a little bit more information, but I want you to hear from his mother quickly, Mary Moore Lynn, and what she had to say about it. They put him in a bag and they just dump them in a grave like they're a dog or something. Who gives you the right to do that? He was buried on July 14th, the very same day and location as Dexter Wade. Might I add, they didn't treat him like a dog because white America treats pets, animals, far better than they treat black people. Mm. Like, it's mm -hmm. far more outrage when you hear abuse of a dog than abuse of a black man mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. woman. Now, authorities say they did make an attempt to contact uh, Mario's father, uh, family, uh, but did not find enough information uh, on how they were able to, uh, you know, get his information. Now, the, the coroner's office said that in a report they did try to call the brother, but the number did not work. A police commander told the family that a detective left the card at Mario's mother's house, but neither his mother or brother or two sisters recall being contacted by anyone. So basically they're saying, you know, that's not true, um, that they were not uh, contacted. And again, they found out in the paper after the other story um had been brought uh to to their attention and before we wrap up it's interesting you just said that claudia because i wanted to play a, a quote by fannie lou hamer about black people and you know how they've been treated in mississippi family was one of my favorite my favorite uh icon in civil rights and this is what she had to say in 1968 about respecting black men and black women in mississippi take a listen See, Mississippi is not actually Mississippi's problem. Mississippi is America's problem because if America wanted to do something about what has been going on in Mississippi, it could have stopped by now. You see, the flag is, is drenched with our blood because, you see, so many of our ancestors was killed because we have never accepted slavery. We had to live on it, but we've never wanted it. So we know that this flag is drenched with our blood. So what the young people are saying now, give us a chance to be young men, respected as a man, as we know this country was built on the black back of black people across this country. And if we don't have it, you ain't going to have it either because we going to tear it up. That's what they're saying. Mississippi people that are listening, 
Y'all have the blackest state in America. I think it's what, 38%? Something like that? Y'all gotta take back that state. It's, it's disgusting. Just, it, yeah, no, nah, it's just it's just disgusting and sad when a family member loses somebody. First and foremost, don't even know if that person is dead. Don't even know if they're missing. And then you find out that person's been dead since February and they just been thrown in a grave like 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 you said, like a, like an animal, like a just a dead animal that they dragged off the side of the street and just thrown into a, a, some dirt, which is so disrespectful. So I know we got to go. But what happens next? So so what can the family do now? Well, right now they have retained uh, counsel. Uh, mm-hmm. They've retained attorney Benjamin Crump. So obviously um, there's going to be some civil uh, you know, a civil matter, uh, more than likely a lawsuit filed. Right. Um, I know the mayor, who is black, um, said that, you know, there was just a miscommunication, but they're going to have to do better on this uh, miscommunication. To your point, Claudia, uh, Mississippi is 37.8% black. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, again, we we keep talking about Mississippi. I, I can't remember. But this this has to be like a third or fourth story, like back yeah. to back, you know, about what's going on in Mississippi. Um, so, again, the communication, they're going to have to do better than just put it in the paper. But again, multiple issues that we keep dealing with in, in Mississippi. And they're having some problems as well that they're asking people to get engaged with as far as the police are concerned. So um, just more activism, more awareness uh, that we can talk about here on The Breakfast Club, because obviously a lot of the mainstream or other media outlets are not covering it at all. Well, thank you, Tez. And that is front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Let us know how you're feeling out there this morning. Again, 800-585-1051. This is where we open up the phone lines and allow you to get it off your chest. Whatever you need to say, call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels 
A Story of California Corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is uh, Lenny out of Georgia. Hey, Good morning, Breakfast Club. Good morning, Lenny. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm just glad that I got through. Um, I have a positive that I want to get off my chest. I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. All six of my kids were home. Everyone is doing good, and I'm just blessed. Hey. And I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. Yeah, my, I had my six kids. My all my six kids were at, at the crib. Both of my uh, older ones were home from college. Let me ask you a question: How long do you 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 leave the Thanksgiving leftovers? When's the last day you eat it? Um, I'm to be honest, I'm gonna give it about two three days, and that's it. So you threw yours out already? Yes. I threw mine out yesterday. Yesterday was the last <laughs> little bit of food that I ate, and then I had to throw it out. Yeah, and one more thing, DJ Emmy. Yes, ma'am. Five of my kids are military. And all of them were able to be home. I love it. That's beautiful. I love it. Well, you have a blessed blessed holiday, mama. All right, you all too. Thank you. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, Claudia Jordan. How you doing? Good morning. Yeah, so I just have to get it off my chest. It's my birthday. Hey, happy birthday, brother. Uh, Appreciate you. Happy birthday to Lil Peyton, too. Yeah, well, how, how old are you, brother? I'm 26 this year. 26. What you doing for your birthday? Uh, me and my friends, we having a little dinner. Like a, we're doing a steakhouse this Saturday. Okay. So, All right. Well, we gonna live it up. Enjoy your birthday. Where you calling from? Uh, Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Oh, I live in Dallas. I'm hey, sorry. Hey, but, uh, Envy, Envy. Yes. Do me a favor. 
Stop embarrassing Logan. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm going to continue to embarrass Logan. No, I know you and Charlotte play gay games, but the raps with you and OZ Rob are mm -hmm. sick. You don't like the raps? Oh, no, I love them. They're entertaining. Okay, so there, there you go. But I do got to <laughs> tell you one thing, though, before you before you leave, bro, on your birthday. Yeah. Cowboys ain't making it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Of course they're not. They're trying. Oh, all right. As long as you know. All right. As long as we're there together. Wait, right. who's your team? Who's your team? You live in Dallas. Who's your team? Hey, I got the Seahawks. So I, I ain't talking no merit. Oh, okay. Don't tell that in Dallas. That's why I like you. All right, brother. Have a good one. <laughs> Giants up, too. Hey, watch your mouth. See, we were cool until you said that. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, DJ Envy? This is Frank P. What's up, Frank? Get it off your chest. No, I just want to tell the bitter baby mama, man, just because you're getting in tune with the baby dad, don't keep the kid away from the dad. It ain't their fault. Oh, you going through it right now? Oh, yeah, man. Well, we back cool now, but it's still a little, it's still a little bit of anger in the air, though. All right. Well, you know, it, once that relationship is good, your relationship with your child will be a lot better, too. I mean, it ain't going to change with the child regardless. I'm just saying, I just want them to just stop taking the kid away from the dad because it's only going to hurt them in the end, man. I agree. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, you're doing what you're supposed to be saying, doing, man. though, right? You making sure you're paying and you're there like you're supposed to? Man, I'm the best dad in the world, man. I'm the best dad in the world. You're the second best dad because I'm the best dad in the world, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to argue about that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one, Frank. You too, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. When it up. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Kalisa, DJ Envy. How you doing? Hey, Kalisa. Good morning. How you feeling this morning? Uh, I'm tired because I've been up all night trying to help my brother. The reason why I'm calling in, um, he went to Columbia, which he always go on his bros trip. And somehow he left his phone inside an Uber. Next thing you know, he looked up and he said his cards are being charged. His email, uh, uh, email password's been changed. Been added pass keys. It's, it's so much stuff that's been happening. And Google don't have no 1-800 number. So is this a, a advice on what can he do if you have anybody that you, um, been through this, going to a different country, and somehow all their stuff being compromised in the blink of an eye. I mean, that's a tough one. I mean, the, the, the most important is to make sure the money's safe, right? So call the banks and make sure you, you tell the banks that the, the, the card was actually stolen. Uh, so that way they can't take money from your account. If you have Venmo, Cash App, or, or any of those other services, make sure you cancel those. They to make sure the money's good. They did try, see? Now, as far as the emails... They tried to take 4000 from, but they already took a couple hundred dollars. But thank you. When you got American Express, they're going to give you your money back. Absolutely. Um, That's the most important thing. The now, email, the emails and everything. I don't, I don't know. Like you said, I don't, Google doesn't have an 800 number, but I'm sure you could uh, email them and tell them what the situation is and that you, you got thing. And then they'll put you to like a, uh, you know, somewhere you got to verify who you are and maybe they can be able to change it that way. But that just sucks. The verification is like they changed the, their tele, the telephone number on the verification and changed the email. And I'm just like, how can they just do It's crazy how they do this in like in a blink of an eye. so dang quick. And now it's like, he can't get into none of his business accounts, none of his personal emails. So it's just, it's, it's hectic. And he, he still, he got to fly out. And he's like, I don't even know my flight information because he can't go to his email. So it's wow. just so much stuff going on. 
And I'm just trying to like, what the heck? And what is our next move? Well, let me just tell you, he didn't leave his phone in, in, in the Uber. It sounds like he was, that was planned. It sounds like that was planned to take his phone and to do that. He didn't just leave it in the Uber and it was like a come up. It seems like somebody was probably watching him. He got pickpocketed and that's what they were doing for him. Yeah, that actually could be. Get that iPhone. You can mm-hmm. shut it down from wherever you are. That's why I told him I said, blanket of Ivy was the iPhone. That joint would cut off. Yep. You look at an iPhone, it's locked. Damn, well, I'm sorry you know, for your brother. So. Hopefully he makes it back. Well, you know what you're going to have to do? You just got to send all the information to one of his friend's phones, and, and that way they can get back that way. But that just sucks. Every, every time he go into the Samsung, um, what is it, the Samsung, like, uh, where you go and check and uh, lock your phone, they yep. change the passcode to that. Everything they change the passcode, he can't access nothing. It has a block. Damn, I'm sorry so for you. I'm so but, sorry for yeah, you, Yeah, just call for some advice. I can't tell you what to do. I've never been in that situation, but all I can definitely say is make sure that the banks are safe, so your money's safe, and everything else you just got to figure out when it gets back. Well, then, well, then, appreciate you, brother. Have a good morning, mama. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is May. Hey, get it off your chest, mama. Man, look, so I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. and I have uh, these kids floating on my social media, and it's getting a little uncomfortable, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh... They making pages about me, talking about me sexually. And I ain't posting nothing crazy. I got regular pictures of me, but little boys are being, being who they are. Well, well how old are the but boys? Like, like 12. Twelve. Okay, so they, they, you know they, they they're reaching puberty. Now, what, what's your Instagram? Let's it see. Is. Let's see how crazy this Instagram is. All right. Okay, I see you. You see, is it sexy? Oh, it ain't that. It, it ain't bad at all. But they they're they're in proximity with her. They think they see her in person. They see she's attractive. They have their little minds, yeah. their little fantasies. Nah, it's not bad at all. You're not you're not doing anything or over sexualizing yourself or something where you you know where, where the kids are or be or feel a way that I look. I mean, you got your baby on there as well. Nah, you could. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about that. And that's why I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't be pressed, and I'm I ain't trying to censor myself and not post what I would normally post because I'm a teacher now like this. Or what you do is you and might I, have to make your page private. But I mean, you don't have nothing on it. It's not like you got thong pictures on, or you in a bikini busting it open, or nothing like that. You you <laughs> you just on there with your baby. You good? Yeah, I, I I'm kind of looking irritated too because uh one of the people who's like a like an SR or whatever he's decently cool with me, and he told me how him and the principal are going to my social media scrolling through, and I get they do they do diligence, but it's about the third time that. Nah, you ain't got nothing so on like, there. <laughs> you ain't got nothing on, on there crazy. E- even you just say took some time off. Y'all still ain't catch up. You ain't saying nothing sexual or nothing like that. Nah, you good money. You all right. That's on them. Yeah. Really? Like, let me be. You but said yeah. what? All right. I said, let me be. Yeah, let you be. I, I ain't mad at you. And then, like I said, you might have to put your page on private so them young boys don't be, be uh, lusting over you over there, mama. But nah, your page is good. You ain't got nothing to worry about. I appreciate y'all. You keep posting it and enjoy your babies. <laughs> Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now, we got rumors on the way, Claudia? We do. Uh, Tana Taylor, she is super mad, and we're going to get into it after. Okay, we'll get into all that when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne is out. He'll be back tomorrow. We got our guest co-host Claudia Jordan here, and let's get to the rumors. Listen up, everyone. I mean, where did I really even start? This, this, this is the rumor report. They call me Soldier Boy sometimes because they say it sounds fake, but I swear they're all true. On the Breakfast Club, Claudia Jordan stories are great. 
If you live long enough, you gotta have stories. That is very true. You know that what is I mean? very true. Talk to him. All right, Envy, this is kind of sad because I love these two together, but Tiana Taylor is reportedly very unhappy with Iman's legal motion to make the divorce public. She really wanted to keep it on the low. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she originally filed uh, for divorce in January, identifying herself and Iman by their initials to keep everything private. She did not want it to get on the press, and she wanted to protect the children. You know, mm-hmm. she's definitely a great mom. However, the divorce became public when Iman's legal team filed a motion for their initials to be replaced with their full names, no longer making it private. Uh, Tiana addressed the matter on her Instagram story, asking fans to respect her privacy and her children. How do you feel about that? I mean, I get both sides. And, you know, she wanted to keep it private. She has kids and she wants things to work out in her family and some things she probably doesn't want out in the public. But on the other side, I'm sure they probably both might be seeing other people. Mm -hmm. They both might be dating. So if you see a mom pop up with a, another woman people are gonna say he's cheating mm-hmm. and he probably didn't want that rap either with some of the other things that he's doing so he was probably like let's make this public so that i can move on and i can date and i can see other people and people in the public won't be looking at me as a cheater and understand that we're not together but now in 2023 like there's so many people that are okay with cheaters like they're like it's not really an embarrassing anymore yeah but he, he might not he might not want that he might not want that look or he might be seeing somebody that you know or she might be seeing somebody he's like i know that they're going to be seen soon so i don't want to be looking like a sucker so let's just put it out there let the public know so that if we're out and about with other people it's understood i hate when you are with someone and you have an agreement like okay we're going to keep this private and then one goes against that you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. then you feel that's like major betrayal. But I do see both sides of it. You do? Mm-hmm. <sighs> the public, though, once they get involved, it's just a hot mess. It is. All right. Our girl Tiffany Haddish is uh, seeking help after her second DUI. She was arrested early Friday morning at the after the Beverly Hills Police Department received a call about her car stopped in the middle of the Beverly Drive with the driver appearing to be asleep at the wheel. Got a clip. That's Tiffany handcuffed and taken into custody by two Beverly Hills police officers. The arrest footage obtained by TMZ was shot at about 5.45 a.m. Friday morning. Authorities say Tiffany was stopped in the middle of the street and appeared to be found slumped over the wheel while her car engine was still running. The comedian was charged on suspicion of DUI and released a few hours later. The 43-year-old had performed the night before at the Laugh Factory. Tiffany's take while I spoke exclusively to her this morning. She says it was a long Thanksgiving day that started with feeding underprivileged people at the Laugh Factory. She also claims that her Tesla parked itself when she dozed off but was blocking a portion of the street. And by the way, Tiff also had nothing but praise for the way the Beverly Hills Police Department handled the incident. Yeah, I'm uh, very nervous and very concerned about Tiffany Haddish. Of course, she's a friend to the room. Um, Mm -hmm. We're not friends. I don't don't speak to her often uh, unless she's up here. But it scares me. Right. And the reason I say it scares me is is this is, I think, the second DUI. Mm -hmm. And it's just telling me that she's not making great decisions after drinking. And the problem with that is I look at uh, former WWE uh, Sonny, mm-hmm. uh, who's actually in the WWE Hall of Fame yesterday. Just yesterday, she was sentenced to 17 years in prison for a manslaughter case. Allegedly, she was driving. She was drunk. She crashed into a back of a car and the person that she crashed into died. But this wasn't her first time, right? No, nah, but that wasn't her first time. She had previously been arrested at least six times prior for impaired driving. So that's why they thought gave her so much time, 17 years. But, you, you know, you think about it. She was arrested six times prior. This is number two for Tiffany Haddish. Like, this is when 
whoever her friends in the industry are or whoever's going out with her, whether it's a stylist, her best friend, whoever it may be, need to be like, nah, nah, B, you can't drive. Nah, B, we taking an Uber tonight. Nah, B, we getting car service. Because we don't want to see, you know, somebody that we love so much and that we appreciate so much get into a, a situation where they go to jail or kill somebody or kill themselves, you know? And she's she's definitely had a hard year or so, you know, mm-hmm. and I understand maybe wanting to dull the pain. That's definitely what an artist would do. Mm-hmm. But um, she is... We don't want to see that in number two already. Oh, we have the Sunny Report. Okay, yeah. So this is uh, I was just telling you about the former WWE. Her name is Diva Sunny. Now you can go into the report of what happened with her yesterday. Former WWE star is finding out late today that she will spend more than a decade behind bars. Tammy Sitch was sentenced following a crash last year that killed a 75-year-old man from Daytona Beach. At the time of the crash, police said her blood alcohol content was three and a half times the legal limit. News 6's Molly Reed was in the courtroom. Tamara Sitch is now heading to prison for the next 17 and a half years, followed by eight years of probation. Now, she spoke in court here today apologizing to that family, but the family of the victim tells me that nothing that happened today will fix or ever make them feel better about what happened. Prosecutors say Sitch was driving drunk in Ormond Beach in March of 2022 when she crashed into a car that was stopped at a red light, killing that driver, 75-year-old Julian Fran Lasseter. Police say Sitch was forced times the legal limit. Prosecutors say this was her fourth DUI in 10 years and she was driving on a suspended license. This is my worst nightmare and when I was younger, Mm -hmm. full disclosure, I definitely had a few times where I should have had a you know car service or mm-hmm. a cab whatever you know you're young and you know I, I can make it I'm good I will never take that chance now even sleepy driving mm-hmm. is like drunk driving yeah you know because imagine waking up from that and you found out you killed somebody right I mean and it, see when when you were younger and I was younger we didn't have Uber Uber and Lyft and things like that you had to find a taxi cab in New York City that was almost impossible or you had to try to find car service, which was way too expensive. But now there's so many different options. But like when I see that and you, you just think about you, the family and your relative dies. And then the person that did it got arrested four times before that for the same thing. Right. Nah, you can't forgive that. That person has to get the book. And that's why they got 17 years. And that, and that person, uh, whatever, whatever her name is, Diva Sunny, will never be able to drive again. Mm-hmm. They took her, her license permanently. And that is your rumor report. But I hope Tiffany gets the the help that she needs. And I hope that her friends around her hugs her, holds her and make sure that they support her and protect her to make sure she's not in that situation again. Because we love Tiffany. She's funny as hell. She's a great actress. She's a star. But we just want to make sure that she stays that way. All right. All right. And uh, she clearly needs some support from her friends and some love because I think she's going through it. And Tiffany, we love you. We just don't want anything bad to happen to you. There you go. All right. When we come back, we got front page news. Tesla and Figaro will be joining us. So don't go anywhere. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne is out. He will be back tomorrow. Now, let's get in some front page news. What up, Tiz? Good morning. Let's jump right into it. Sports last night. The Bears beat the Vikings 12 to 10. Now, let's talk about Giving Tuesday. Yes, today is Giving Tuesday on a lighter note. So, you know, we had Cyber Monday, we had Black Friday. We want to remind people this is one of the most important days of the year. Um, but nonprofits and industry groups say that donations are far down compared to previous years. So a lot of the nonprofits have been struggling, but they're looking to make up the difference today on Giving Tuesday. Now, Tuesday, Giving Tuesday is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Um, this started as a hashtag in 2012, um, and it has grown into one of the biggest fundraising dates on the calendar. Many nonprofits will be 
be running matching campaigns. So certainly look to see if some of your nonprofits will match that. And that means that obviously if you give five, they'll give five. Now some of the nonprofits won't have the resources to do that, but still, you know, I encourage folks to give anyway. Small donations really do make a difference. I know people say, you know, oh, what what is five or ten dollars? But it really does add up. Um, the Giving USA report found that fewer people are donating as well, uh, with less than half of Americans giving to charity in 2022 compared to the two thirds who gave in 2000. You know when the the, the trend really picked up. So mm-hmm. if you have today, um, give to your favorite charity. And if you don't know who to give to, uh, you know just try to I guess think about what is most important to you. Is it social justice? Is it the homeless? Is it uh, prison reform? I can name a lot of organizations uh, that I, I suggest people support. But find something and give five dollars if you can, and make you feel better. Yeah, not only that, I, I always tell people all the time, a lot of people out there have kids and, and a lot of times their kids outgrow things. And we all always mm-hmm. think about what am I do with this, uh, whether it's an old stroller or some old clothes or an old crib. People need that type of thing. So those things are so expensive right now. So if you have things that your kids have outgrown, instead of tossing them out, instead of throwing them out and getting rid of them, give it to somebody who actually needs it. Like I'm, I'm a, my whole kid's nursery, because I'm done with kids, I'm not having no more. So my whole kid's right. nursery, I'm, I'm going to give to a family. Uh, me and my wife just going to figure out how we gonna do but we just want to give to a family that we can help that somebody that might not be able to afford a crib or a dresser or a bassinet or all the things that that we have for our children so just give give to somebody who might need it and know? we waste so much so that's that's dope that you do that mm-hmm. don't you find yourself growing mm-hmm. like I, I, we waste food mm-hmm. clothes and just we replace them but we don't really do much with them as far as just giving them away that's right Great idea. Mm-hmm. one of one of my favorite things to do i'm sure you guys have probably done this before i love when i'm going through a drive-thru you know getting coffee or something like that paying for the person behind you yep um that really makes a difference hopefully the bill's not too big but too large for folks but that's something even at the very simplest thing You're you know right. you can do you just never know how you brighten up you know the person behind you what kind of day they're having so the very least maybe try that pay it forward absolutely mm-hmm. now let's talk about honda yeah, once again, I, I, I try to look at these recalls, uh, guys, because, again, we have so many listeners, and especially when it's a car that is common that a lot of folks drive. Uh, here's one that I found with Honda recalling 300,000 cars uh, due to seatbelts. Obviously, that's a major issue, not having a working seatbelt. So if you are driving a 2003 or 2024 Honda HRV or an Accord, uh, they are missing a pretensioner pretension or rivets now that is the seat belt component that tightens it into place during an accident so obviously that's very very important mm-hmm. now this defective piece uh, can cause a risk of injury in the event of a collusion uh collision uh, honda said that they have put out a notice but wanted to let uh everyone know that yes if you are driving that vehicle please you know go get it looked at again 2023 and 2024 accord or hrv okay now, yesterday, Tez, I was uh, dropping off my, my daughter at dance, and on the way back, uh, there was a 1986 Honda Accord on the side of the road, light blue, which was my first car. You know, wow. I pulled over and taped it because I felt like I was a kid again. 1986, right. it had uh, roll-up windows, it had cloth, but that was my baby back then, and that car was in beautiful condition. It only had 60,000 miles on it. The guy who had it had preserved it for that long. The car was beautiful. He wouldn't yeah. sell it to me though, but the car was beautiful. I just, I just got out and just started videotaping. You tried to, oh, you tried to get him to sell it. To I me. definitely. He I, was, he was like, no, that's my car, sir. I'm not getting rid of it. But I feel like <laughs> Hondas were a lot of people's first. That, that was my first car too. Honda. The fifth year didn't work. My interest rate was probably 25 percent because I had bad credit. Yep. But I love my Honda. I love my little Honda. Me too. That was my first car that I bought. You know, like by myself. You, you know, do? at the All Honda Del Sol. Yeah, the Hemi don't, Hemi don't remember the Honda Del Sol. It was a fly car. It had the little drop top. 
I can't remember. You don't. You don't remember, remember the Honda Del Sol. Del Sol. They we, had a little pickup in them. We had Accord, Civics, yeah. and Preludes. I don't remember Del Sol. Cute know. little two seater. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, Tiz. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Now, when we come back, we got to talk about love a little bit. Now, this conversation comes from Claudia Jordan. You was out last night with your friend. I went out with a girlfriend of mine. Her name is Sonia. And she said I can use her name, so it's okay. So she used to be a model on Deal and no Deal with me back in the, in the day. Former Miss Venezuela. Beautiful girl. And she got married. Okay. She was married. She was over there in London. And, you know, everything was fine. Anyway, she took some medication and had a weird reaction. Mm-hmm. Woke up paralyzed. Wow. Um, lost all the strength in her legs and she's been going through therapy. It's been really tough for her because she had the glamorous, beautiful life. Like, you know, the perfect life. Anyways, she's getting a divorce. Her husband said that the wheelchair turns him off. Really? And it got me thinking. I told her, I said, do not take it personal. That man married your outside, not your inside. Facts. So I want to know, I want to like talk to people about that. Okay. You know, I feel like a lot of people, uh, does your person love your outside or your inside? Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Men and women, if you were in a relationship, you were married, and the person that you were married to becomes paralyzed where they need you for everything, would you stay in that relationship? Probably, maybe not be able to have sex. Maybe not be able to do the things that you were able to do before. Would you still stay? That's why I always tell people, you want to be in a relationship for love. And it it sounds so cliche. Yeah, I want to love somebody. I want to love this. But a lot of people are in it for the wrong reason, right? They're in it for the looks. Uh, They're in it for the money. They're in it for what they think they can get out of it. But looks fade, you know, and sometimes health fades. And that's what you want to be in a relationship for, regardless of, of what happens to you. Whether you get old or you have cancer or you can't take care of yourself. You want that person to be there wiping the drool off your mouth. Uh, being able to wipe your ass if you need it. And that's what you should be looking for in a relationship. Money comes, money goes. I think we've all been in a situation where sometimes we had it, mm-hmm. sometimes we didn't. And you want to be there for love. And let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Let's say this situation happened with you. Your spouse was, you know, not as pretty as, as she was before. He's not as handsome. Or his, you know, he, he became paralyzed. His penis didn't work. Or you couldn't have sex. Would you still stay in that relationship or is it like, nah, this is just too much for me. I got to leave. Let's be honest. Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne is out. He'll be back tomorrow. But Claudia Jordan is here. And last night, you went out to uh, dinner with your friend. My friend, Sonia. Yeah, so she was a model with me on Dealing Odia. Beautiful girl, former Miss Venezuela. I just say that to say she had a really 
busy and popping life. She was, she was a, a model. She's a model mm-hmm. and a gorgeous girl. Had her own swimwear line, everything. Anyways, some weird thing happened with her where she woke up with major inflammation on her spine and she's paralyzed. She's in a wheelchair now. Mm-hmm. So sad. She's married. Mm-hmm. Nine years. Her husband has totally just treated her like crap now. Where I get things change the dynamic of your relationship, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's not even behaving like she was even ever a friend. Like he's just throwing her away. Yeah. Uh. And I, I got to thinking like, could I be ride or die with someone that, you know, the status change. I know when you're married, you say for better, for worse, for right. sickness and health. But do really, do people really rock with their vows like that? Do you think? Yeah, they should. I mean, I would say this, and I I don't know the situation from what you telling what what you're telling me. To me, that sounds like uh, a, a gentleman that was in that relationship not because of love, mm-hmm. but because of lust, right? And I think that's really uh, coward moves. And and the reason I say that is when you get married, you want to marry somebody for them. Right. Because we all know looks fade. We all know anything can happen at any given time. People get old. They have complications. People get cancer. And that's what you're marrying. You're marrying your soulmate that regardless of what happens in this world, they stand by your side. Right. Uh, And the fact that she became paralyzed and now he doesn't want to deal with her because he said it's not attractive anymore. It kind of makes to me, it makes him a coward. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you're marrying somebody because of who they are, not what they look like. You're marrying somebody because of the love and and how that person makes you feel, not what they got. You're not marrying money. You're not marrying cars or bags or shoes or looks or any of that. You're marrying a person because you're going to grow old. Like your looks are going to fade. Your boobs are going to, you know, hit the floor. Your your, your testicles are going to hit the floor. Like it's not going to be the same. You know, your penis ain't going to work every day when you get older. While you're playing, there's a lot of 30 year olds that are having that problem right now. We were just talking about that with some ladies in the studio. Jesus Christ. I'm going to say this. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I get you. You can you you have every right to say I'm not as attractive anymore mm-hmm. to you physically. Mm-hmm. I understand that, and everyone has needs. She can still have sex. She can still mm-hmm. do these types of things, and it's not a permanent paralysis. It's something that with therapy she could get through this. Right. That's when you need the person that you marry to have your back and to work with you and get you back. Yeah, but the the problem with that is he, it seems like he's missing the 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 vision, mm-hmm. the gram. The I got a beautiful Venezuelan that I hold on my hand and she wears a beautiful dress and she looks amazing and we're at red carpets and we're at the beach and he doesn't have that anymore. He told her the wheelchair is a turnoff for me. I'm sure it's a turnoff for her as well. You know, I just I don't get how you can say you love someone so much and then throw them away. But that's not love. He, he, he He's not in love with her. That that was lust. He loved her for what she looked like. And when that love is not there because her looks are not there, he's out. I mean, I'm, it's, it's effed up to say, but I'm glad she figured it out now than figured it out 20 years from now, mm-hmm. you know? But for, for me and, and my wife, who, who I met at 16 and, and she was 15, it doesn't matter. Like, we've been up, we've been down, we have money, we didn't have money. I don't care about how my wife looks. She doesn't care about how I look. I don't care if she gains weight, which she never does. She doesn't care if I gain weight, which I do all the time. I mean, it is what it is. Like, we're in it for love. And I look at my parents the same way. My pa- my dad's about to be 83 uh, December 1st on Friday. And my mom don't care. My mom don't care how my dad looks. If, if Whatever my dad needs, my mom is there. Whatever my mom needs, my dad is there. And that's how it should be. She loves his soul. Loves his soul. And I don't know if she loves his soul. She might hate him right now because they've been married so long. They probably hate each other. But no, I'm just joking. But she got to love him to go they through the it. times where you Absolutely. hate that person too, right? Absolutely. It, it, it just, it, it really, it just really disappoints me, you know? Because that's where you need your person the most. And you see these 80-year-old people been mm-hmm. married, you know, 30, 40, 50 years. 
they had to go through some things that were really bad. I don't know. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we have Nathan on the line. Hello, who's this? Hi. I wanted, I wanted to answer the question about could I be with somebody who was had a mental disability. Okay, talk to us. So I was thinking, like, um, I don't think after I marry someone or get in a relationship that they're completely normal and something were to happen to them. I was thinking, like, why would I lower my happiness? Because, you know, I have to take care of someone who became disabled or something happened. Like, I know it sounds bad, like, because you're supposed to do this out of love. But then what about yourself? You lose yourself trying to take care of someone because something happened to them. I was just trying to picture myself in a scenario, and I don't know if I could do that for the long haul. Now, I mean, you, you got to think about it like this. Let's say you married for 10 years. You find your soulmate, and you're with them for love, right? You're not with them for looks. You're not with them for money. And then something happens. Like, in this world, ish happens. Let, let, let's say he became paralyzed or you became paralyzed. Would you want that man to be like, you know what? You wasn't the same person I met 10 years ago. I'm out. Or would you want him to be like, look, I, I married you for you. Not because of your legs. Not because of the fact that you could walk or jump. Things happen, and I'm going to be a rider until the end wouldn't you want that in a relationship or marriage i would want that for myself but then i kind of feel like that's being selfish a little bit because then you know you become so needy your partner has to you have to, you already have to become selfless but your partner has to almost like give up his life for you i just feel like that's not fair now if i was in that situation where something were to happen to me and i'm in a wheelchair and I would just feel so bad for my partner. I, I wouldn't even be upset if my partner left. Do I want my partner to leave me? No. But it, I feel like that's kind of being selfish because then he got to just give up his whole life just to take care of my disabled life. I just kind of feel like that's not fair. Isn't that kind of what you... I, I, I Thank you for being honest because mm -hmm. what you're saying is honest and it's not the popular thing. Like I, I, I see people getting mad about that. But it's honest, right? But isn't that what you sign up for when you get married? Correct. I get relationships. Yeah, kind of. When you get married, you're hoping for something like that not to happen. Not saying that's going to happen. Sometimes something, you know, a freak accident or something could happen. But I just, you know, deep down, I do feel like it's being a little bit selfish unless your partner, you know, there's people that would be like, okay, I can do this for the rest of my life. That's fine. I can, I can not care about myself and you know, not care about my happiness and give up my life to take care of a disabled person. That's understandable. That's, that's, I guess, the way it's supposed to be. But I'm thinking about my, you know, you thinking about them giving up their whole life just to everything will have to revolve around you, basically. And you just will have to, that's being a little bit selfish, I feel like. I don't know. All right. Well, we appreciate your honesty. But I think part of being married is you're supposed to stay with the vows, right? And, and I could say that a zillion and one times. And right. people break their vows all the time. They cheat and, and do all types of things. But it's also, you know, for, for sickness and health, right? And that's big because yeah. we do get sick and, and we do go through things. And, and a lot of times that person that you want by your side is your wife. You know what I mean? I know regardless of what happens okay. with me, whether I get sick or, or whatever it may be, my wife's going to be there regardless because she's only there for me. She's not there for anything else. She's not there for the look. She's not there for the money. She was with me at 15, 16. You know, she's with me regardless. And, and, and that's a calming. That makes me be able to, you know, be able to sleep at night. And, and that should, that you should want yeah. the same. Like somebody that, if something does happen, you drive down the highway tomorrow and something happens, you want somebody to be like, uh, whatever you, what's your name? 
My name is Shanika. Hey, Shanika, I love you regardless, Shanika. I don't care what happened, whether your vagina works or you got one leg or, you know, you, you lose your hair. It doesn't matter. I'm with Shanika because I love Shanika. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, I understand that. I do. Um, it's just that, you know, not everybody think like that. But I'm just being honest. I just tried to put myself in that scenario, and I don't think deep down um, it, it would just take away my happiness. It just would just take away my life, I feel like. And... I don't know. I just wouldn't want that for me. And I would understand if the per if it happened to me, if, if the person would want to leave me, I would completely understand. I wouldn't even be that upset. I would understand. I so that. I get it. Right. Well, thank you, Shaniqua. You're welcome. Thank you. you have a good morning. 800-585-1051. You heard, Shaniqua. What are your thoughts? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Claudia Jordan, who is guest hosting this morning. Charlamagne is out. He's back tomorrow. Uh, she went out to dinner with a friend last night. And what happened during that conversation? You told us so much about your friend, Sonia. So she's paralyzed. And um, it could be something that she could walk again eventually with therapy. She was married for nine years. And the husband said he's just not attracted anymore. He's that says the wheelchair weirds him out. Mm -hmm. And this is something that happened to her you know and i just felt so bad like imagine like you're minding your business you get in a car accident somebody hits you and you're disabled now and your person leaves you for something mm -hmm. that happened to you yeah and i just try to put myself in those shoes you know yeah i couldn't leave my wife if she was in a wheelchair i would try to make that wheelchair so damn fun <laughs> like i'll be trying to to, to to knock her off on the wheelchair her holding it one way me holding it the other way and i, I mean you, you try to i mean ish happens in life and and that's, I, I would say, part of the responsibility of being married is to make sure that your wife or your husband is good. And whatever I would have to, to do to make her life as normal as possible, I would try to do, and leaving wouldn't be one of it. We have Daisy on the line. Daisy, good morning. Hi, good morning. Can you hear me? I can hear you clearly, Daisy. Good morning. What's your thoughts? <laughs> so, um, I've been with my person for 22 years. We've been married for 20. And I honestly believe that if you like your person outside of who they are to you, like who they are to the earth, there's nothing you cannot get through. You know, I, I adore my husband. There's nothing I wouldn't do for him, but I like him genuinely as a human being. So you're not going anywhere? Hell no. Nah. You're going to do I a love Diamantis. Thank you, sir. You're going to do a handstand on that wheelchair? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes, see, sir. See, that's Until a, day I die. Me, that's a wife right there. It is. That's a wife. Grace. Good morning, Grace. Good morning. What's your thoughts, Grace? Well, my thoughts is when you marry somebody for all the right reasons, whether they're sick or not, you will stay and do what you have to do. You won't leave. You won't even consider leaving. My husband had a stroke seven years ago. And when he had to have a brain surgery, he ended up totally bedridden in the first part of it. He had a straight, a, a a trach, he came home with a trach, a feeding tube, a urine bag, um, unable to do anything for himself. And I nursed him back to good health. On top of working, on right top now, of taking care of the kids, still, on top of all that. On top of all of that, and I wasn't working, he was the one working at the time. And then he needed 24 hour nursing. How was I gonna pay that to go and work? So I had to 
nurse him 24 hours and trust God to pay the bills and do everything else. And I stayed. Mm. I never once contemplated leaving. I respect you, Grace. But that's what we should do as, as a married couple, correct? We're supposed to take care of our partner regardless of what's going on. Yes. And remember, read the vows and, and, and let it set in before you do it so you can really understand what you're putting, what you're saying you're about to do through sickness and in health, rich, poor, no matter what you're saying, I am going to be with this person. Absolutely. Read the vows. And, and how's he doing and now, Grace? Sure it's that Permi? How's he doing now? Well, he still has no left side movement, but he's talking. He he can comprehend and understand. And I'm still trusting God for his complete healing. There you go, Grace. Where are you from? You sound like you're from the Caribbean. What island? I'm from Nassau, Bahamas. You're from the Bahamas. Okay, where you live now? Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. God bless you. Can can, can me and uh, Claudia pay for your, your lunch and his lunch today? Some Caribbean yes. food, maybe some oxtail or jerk chicken or something like that. Thank you. Can give me your cash app. We're gonna uh, put some money in absolutely. your cash app, and we're gonna pay for your Uber Eats today. Hold on, let me get a pin. I love hearing that because I feel like people are so quick to throw each other away. Absolutely. And I I guarantee you the progress that he has made was a big part. A big part of that was because of your love on him. You know. Absolutely. What's your cash app? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some money in your cash app to pay for your lunch today. It's dollar sign Bolera B O L B O L E R A E R A. Yes. Uh huh. W I L M O R E. Okay, I'm gonna send you some money, and I appreciate you, Grace. I hear it all in your voice that you love that man. That man is so lucky to have you, a woman by like you by his side, and we appreciate We've you. We've been together from high school, so I I love him. That's like me and my wife as well. No, well, you hold, you hold on a lot, and thank you so much, Grace, for sharing your story. Thank you. Hold on, okay? Okay. Wow. Oh, I'm about to cry in this show today. Oh, my goodness. It's my street cred. All right, well. <laughs> all right, well, for all the people out there, you should be together for love. And I know it's easy to love somebody because of the way that they look or love somebody because of their money. But remember, there's nothing more than loving the soul. And you should find somebody that you want to love this soul to the day that they die. And I love my wife to the day that she dies. I love her soul. So, and you don't have to get married if no. you're not ready for that. That's you true. don't have to. Like, That's right. just date someone, but then we can understand your sometiminess. But I can't understand it once you make those vows. Absolutely. You know? Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talk about in the rumors? Meg the Stallion. She's making some big changes when it comes to sex. Okay. Mm-hmm. And also, Charlemagne is out. So if you want to give somebody donkey of the day, 800-585-1051. You can give them donkey right now. Call us up. Uh, and give whoever you want donkey today. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne's out. He's back tomorrow. Claudia Jordan's our guest co-host. And let me just uh, salute to my uh, baby, Pepe. Peyton. Today is uh, Peyton's birthday. I know they listen on their way to school. So happy birthday, Pepe. She's two today. Aw, so cute. And she's a huge Paw Patrol lover. She loves Paw Patrol. That's our thing. Every night before she goes to sleep, we watch about an uh, episode or two of Paw Patrol. I don't even know what that is. Paw Patrol, Paw Patrol, be there in a... Is it double or hubble? Hubble, hubble, Paw Patrol. Uh, no problem too big, no pup too small. Paw Patrol is on the road. No? Yeah, sure. No. All right, well, let's get to the rumors, then. Forget y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, everyone. I mean, where? Tell, 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 tell,
really the star. This, this is the rumor report. They call me Soldier Boy sometimes because they say it sounds fake, but I swear <laughs> they're all true. On the Breakfast Club. Ryan Jordan's stories are great. If you live long enough, you're gonna have stories. That is very true. You know what I mean? I enjoyed you singing Paw Patrol, looking very uncomfortable towards the end when no one could co-sign you. Nobody else knows? All right, fine. Like, sure. There's some parents out there that sing it with me, though. <laughs> All right, hey, Meg Thee Stallion making some changes. She says she is done with the streets. During a recent live stream on her Instagram, Meg Thee Stallion opened up about her sex life and how fans respond to it. It's like nobody be listening to my music. They be like, <gasps> Megan Thee Stallion, I cannot believe she likes to have sex. <laughs> Not to believe Megan the Stallion. <laughs> no, but I am turning over, you know, a new leaf, and I'm stingy with the yet. I'm not a freak anymore. I'm done. I'm done with the streets. So toxic in the streets. All right, now this comes shortly after her ex Party Fontaine released a song alleging that one of the issues in the relationship was Megan's sexual activity. Sit down for a second, girl, you need to hear this Be for real, you ain't even realistic Got light pole, then you started posting gym pics The things that you're doing is sadistic Spent four hours doing glam, not a blemish But your foundation is off, you need to fix it Clean up your spirit, and not just your image I thought that's what you was doing with your downtime When a snake shed his skin, it only changed on the outside You got emotional hurdles Man, the work that you need is internal When love goes bad, can't believe it Archive pics, so you can't delete it Damn, send me with Jada Kingdom And then you went Jada Pinky Some fans supported Party While others were really mad at him And said he was being tacky for dissing Meg What you think? Um, I think she put out that song, what was it, Cobra or something like that, and people, I guess maybe he felt that like that was going at him, so this is his response, but I don't blame Megan Thee Stallion to say where she gonna, she gonna you know, keep the kitty or hide the kitty or, or not having sex like that, because outside of Party, because we all know that she was in a relationship with Party, but she's been linked to a bunch of individuals in this industry, and that's probably because those individuals were talking, mm -hmm. and I, I've never seen guys talk so much like it, it that was never a thing growing up it, but now it's like it people talk so much oh I w i've been with megan i've been with megan i've been with megan i know megan's looking like why don't you just shut up you know like it just people talk to like why don't you just shut up now the girls are kind of downplaying and not really bragging like they used to it and kind the of dudes it's like are. a reversal yeah, yeah and the dudes are and i think it's real bitchy like to the fact that so many guys have done it and, and and it's and you see it more and more and more and more and more and it's just it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a, a masculine trait. But the guys that are doing this, uh, there's an argument to be made that she's a bigger star than them. Yeah, true. You know? Mm-hmm. All right. Andre 3000's flute album outsells several mainstream rappers. Andre 3000 released an album recently, and it wasn't what most rap fans were expecting. It was an album with no rapping. Just him playing the flute. Now, some fans expressed their disappointment on social media, sharing that they wanted bars from Dre 3000 after waiting almost 17 years for an album. But it turns out he doesn't need bars because his flute album outsold several rap albums first week of sales that were released this year. And uh, here's whose albums he outsold for the week. Ice Spice, mm -hmm. um, Nas, Lil Wayne, mm -hmm. French Montana, and Kodak Black. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to Andre 3000. Drop a bomb for Andre 3000. I mean, I will say this. Some people will be like, I mean, as soon as Andre 3000 pops up on your title, your Spotify or, or your Apple Music, you're going to click it because you're going to think it's new music. So 
But you have to listen. And somebody told me this yesterday. You have to listen to an album ten times for it to be one sale. So people are actually listening to it. I tried to listen to it. Did you listen to it? Not yet. I couldn't get jiggy with it. I heard people like you don't like it. The first song it took the flute a long time to come in pause, and I was waiting for a minute. And I, by that time I was already out the zone. Uh, so you wanted the flute sooner? Yeah. Yeah, applause. But I, I'm, I'm gonna give it another shot. I'm gonna give it another chance. But I just couldn't. I couldn't get jiggy with. with I love Andre 2000. I love him as a rapper, though. And mm-hmm. I just that's just not my thing. And you know, and and it's gonna be some things for some people and some. I didn't hear everybody bumping it on their way to Thanksgiving dinner. I I didn't hear DJs mixing it. You know, I didn't hear. But I guess it's one of those things you relax. You put it on when you're just trying to. Me- meditate or get in the mood I just wasn't in that mood this week well I guess he's talking about being evolved like he can't rap about the things he used to anymore Correct. which he's actually aware of that you uh, still yeah. have some 40, 50 year old people that still talk that like they still in the streets at 20, in their 20s right? right that's true I'm gonna try to give it a listen I'll try again <sighs> alright Young Thug's Rico trial started with opening statements yesterday it was eventful as soon as it started the prosecution reportedly did not provide all the information in their opening statements ahead of time because of that Young Thug's attorney motioned for a mistrial which was denied by the judge speaking of the judge the judge in this case brought his emotional support dog and introduced him to the people in the courtroom Right here behind me is this bell that starts jingling. And if you hear a jingling sound like a bell, please don't think that I'm doing anything creepy up here. I have a service dog behind me. His name is Jack. I think some of you may have seen him already. He is, uh, he lives the best life ever. He's pampered. He is a Labrador retriever. He's about two, almost two and a half, three years old at this point in time. But if you hear that bell, that's him moving around. He doesn't bark. He rarely might get, he rarely gets interested in what's going on, so he might come up here and look, but that's about it. Don't bring him any food either, okay? Alright? He is spoiled rotten, so um, please don't try and throw any food back here behind me or anything like that. He doesn't need anything else, okay? Um, if I'm on trial, I have Rico charges. I don't want to hear about your dog. Seriously. Atlanta's different. Atlanta's is definitely, definitely different. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you. You're a judge, right? And judges hear the most gruesome crimes. They hear everything that you could possibly hear, whether it's murder, whether it's uh, rape, whether it's sexual assault, whether it's kidnapping. And judges are supposed to take that. They're supposed to judge off their best opinion and, and look at the facts. Now, the fact that he has a comfort dog there, that would make me uncomfortable. Why do you need an emotional support dog to do your job in court? That would make that would make me uncomfortable. So does he go to the dog for for you know for for facts? Does does the dog help him make a decision? Like that would make me uncomfortable. The fact that a judge who's supposed to be clear minded and see things on both sides needs a comfort dog to sit in trial. Do you believe in emotional support animals? I Carrie? don't. I don't. It's just an excuse to be able to bring your dog to play for free, right? Yes, and and anybody could buy that vest on the internet and say your dog is emotionally. Uh, a comfort dog and you can make up a, a, a fake letter they don't check I you tried can, to you get can. my cat in the plane with that letter it, it works yeah. as long as you have a vest yeah it works <laughs> like you can have a pit bull and if the pit bull has a vest on and you have a, a fake letter because they don't check it's not like they call them but let me call the doctor right now no you you can go with a fake letter and that pit can sit next to you on a plane that makes no sense I don't believe in a comfort dog you don't need no damn comfort dog people come with comfort roosters and comfort cats and peacock comfort, comfort a peacock, peacock. Yeah, this is just a comfort pig this is getting too this, 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 so you're comfortable, but now I'm not. Correct. All right. Well, hey, that's the rumor report there.
I will say this. Atlanta's Atlanta. I've never heard that. I've never heard a judge come to court with a comfort dog talking about, hey, the, the dog might bark, but don't worry about it. Just don't. Uh, Atlanta's Atlanta. And did a whole monologue on his damn dog. I'm sitting here worrying about if I got life. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Charlemagne is out. If you want to give somebody donkey today, 800-585-1051. Whoever you want to give donkey today to, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that is how they choose. Call in now, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is Darina. Hey, Darina. Who you want to give Donkey to? Um, I need to give... I've been trying to do this for a while, but I need to give Donkey of the day to you, DJ Envy. Me? Uh-huh. Why? Uh-huh. Because... So I forget who was there, but you guys were talking about... Um, you were talking about how if somebody is bullying your kid and how you teach your kids to stand up for yourself. Oh, okay. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And you said to say... That's why your mom drives a Camry. <laughs> I drive a Camry. <laughs> and it's actually pretty nice. Like, it's, 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 I mean, it's 2019, but it's my Camry. It's clean. The so, wheels are clean. I got you. I was like, yes, my wheels are clean. I mean, you know. It is the fact he <laughs> is. Right Envy is a car snob, I'll though. take that. I'll take that. I'm sorry, Doreen. I cannot believe you did that. But I've been trying to tell you that all day. And literally today, I sent you... A message on Instagram and Gia, a message on Instagram because you were talking about uh, your baby furniture. Yeah. And my daughter's about to have a, a little boy in April. But, you know, I was telling you that I was going to give you Donkey today if you reply to me. And finally, I got through because I've been trying to get through since you said that. Well, I'm sorry, and salute to all the moms that drive Camrys. I appreciate you. Yeah, but, but Gia and I are going to be giving away our... Uh, all the nursery stuff. So it's the brat decor. The brat, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, we're going to be giving away all that stuff. Uh, we're going to start the podcast up and figure a cool way to give it away. We just want to help a, a family out there or a parent out there that might not have. So, but I appreciate you for hitting us. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a good day. And hey, Claudia. Hey, girl. <laughs> Hello. Who's this? What up? What up, DJ? Envy? This AO. A and the letter O. Alex Osuna. That's all. AO. Who you want to give Donkey to? I want to give Donkey of the Day to the judge in the Young Thug Rico trial case, man. Wow. I was watching it yesterday, man, and I feel like the judge is all about himself. I think he wants the camera all on himself. And then just hearing he had his dog in there and provided a whole discovery on that. I don't think he worked working on uh, the case and focused on the case that much. I think he's focused on himself, and he needs to get removed. 
Okay. It, it does sound a little funny where he had a whole dissertation about his dog and his a golden retriever and that it has a little bell on and don't bring in food. I know more about the dog than the case because of what he said yesterday. <laughs> Appropriate. Exactly, exactly. That's 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 my point. I, I went to court, I went to trial, and uh, if that was me, I would have I would have told my judge to ask for a mistrial just off of that. Like the the dog don't have no relevance on the case. That's right. Hello, who's this? This is AJ from Ohio. AJ from Ohio. Who you want to give Donkey the day to, bro? I definitely want to give Donkey of the day to that young man you guys were talking about this morning uh, that was getting ready to leave his wife because she was paralyzed. Oh, yeah, that was that's actually Claudia's friend. Sonia. Sonia, yeah. So you're giving Donkey the day to her husband for leaving her while she's paralyzed. Yeah, that's Donkey of the day behavior. I feel like, like uh, that defeats the purpose of trying to be a husband. Why sign up to be a husband? when you gonna dip when it gets difficult you know okay well go to my Instagram yeah. page on my story I put her picture up I'm trying to find her a new husband so screw him wow hello who's this this is General Smiles man hey General Smiles who you wanna give Donkey to bro oh uh, man I wanna give Donkey other day to my contractor I'm an HVAC subcontractor and he hasn't paid any of us his contractors in a week yet so he gets the Donkey for a fact damn hopefully you get paid before Christmas bro I, I do I do want to give a quick shout out Envy I'm a huge fan I host a radio show on Wednesdays on Blog Talk Radio and I idolize my way out run my show from you I just want to give you flowers while while you're alive brother thank appreciate you brother it. I appreciate it so much Rachel you're the last person Rachel who you want to give Donkey the day to Hi, good morning, everyone. Um, so the person you want to give Donkey the day to is he actually comes to me you should be ashamed of yourself your parents put you in a great position Donkey Straight up donkey. You're acting like a fool. Sit down. Please. Oh, you want to give... You said you to T.I., son? Yes. He is embarrassing his family. Ah. He is embarrassing the black community. When he comes see you, he's going to stand on his business and come see you. He is. <laughs> I live in Miami. Come see me, baby. And I'm from Brooklyn. What up? Oh, yeah. You scared me. Brooklyn and Miami? All right. You have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's talk. Well, first of all, play the donkey sound. He all, he all. One time. All right. Now, when we come back, let's talk support animals. 800-585-1051. Now, we were talking earlier in the rumors about the judge who brought his support animal to court. Uh, and we want to talk support animals this morning. Some people don't believe in them. Some people think they fake. Some people think they're lies. But if you don't know, support animals... Are, can help people that are, are mentally having mental problems, right? Whether it's to ease anxiety or depression or certain phobias. But that's not what we're talking about. Those people absolutely positively, yes, I, I agree. People do need support animals and do need uh, emotional type of animals. But some people take it too far, right? I, I'm reading the 30 craziest support animals that people use in America that mm. they try to get on planes with, right? Let's hear this. The number one. That people try and have tried before is uh, a kangaroo. <laughs> in February, a Wisconsin woman was asked to leave McDonald's when she entered the restaurant with Jimmy, her emotional support kangaroo. Have you seen kangaroos fight? They will whoop you. <laughs> yes. Number two, a bearded dragon. <laughs> Number three, people have tried to uh, get on planes with a pig with a, a vest on it and said that is their support animal. You put a vest on a pig. Yes. Number four. Turkey. People have tried to put a vest on a turkey and walk. In 2016, a passenger uh, went on a Delta flight uh, and uh, she was in a comfort seat and uh, in her seat was a turkey 
because a, uh, a person said it was a therapeutic companion. And they cleared that. Yeah. Peacock, like you said. Snakes, ducks, chickens, miniature horses. And one person even went on a flight with a squirrel. So let's talk uh, support animals this morning. 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Now, uh, somebody that works up here told us behind the scene that uh, she has an animal, a cat, in her apartment. Mm. And they said that, you know, if you have a cat, it's an extra $300. But if it's your emotional support cat, it's free. That's the only reason I tried it. I did scam the system. Full disclosure, mm-hmm. I didn't want to pay because I brought two cats when I moved to Dallas. And I used that. It was so easy to get the letter. That's why I call BS on a lot of it. There are people that need it, but there's it's so easy to take advantage of the system. That's why you got people bringing alligators on a plane. So maybe I feel comfortable, but now everybody else on the plane is shook the whole flight. I'm not sitting next to an alligator. No, no I'm, I'm not sitting next to a squirrel or a pig or anything that's going to happen. Do they have diapers? I, I don't know, but let's discuss. 800-585-1051. Let's talk support animals. Ah, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne is out today. And, of course, Claudia Jordan is our guest co-host. And we're talking about support animals. Now, this conversation comes from the judge uh, in the YSL case uh, who says he needed his support animal in court, which is a Labrador retriever with a bell. And he said the dog minds his business. And we're asking, what are your thoughts on support animals? Now, I do know support animals help a lot in, in, in a lot of situations, help with anxiety, uh, help with phobias, help with fears. So I, I do get it. But sometimes I think people take it too far. They do. All like right. I said, I do. Now, what phobia will, will help you when you got your support alligator? Because now I have a phobia. Right. If so- I'm sitting next to you in a plane and you got an alligator with you, now I have a phobia. Your support animal is my phobia. And think of logis- logistically with an alligator. Do, it has to go to the bathroom on a flight, right? Do you put a diaper and the vest? Does the vest go with that diaper? Forget it has to go to the bathroom. It has to eat. It's going to be hungry. Right. And, and could, I'm going to look like lunch. Go ahead and catch your, hold your toe and do that death roll in the, in the aisle. Yeah, and then, <laughs> spinning, me, spinning me down the Delta flight. No, 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 no. Now I get it. Like some people, yes, a, a, a cat and, and a dog in, in, in certain situations can help. But sometimes, I mean, I, I've seen people on flights with dogs the size of me sitting between somebody's leg. And now I'm scared the whole flight. So now your support system is scaring me. I think like in typical American fashion, we, listen, there's always going to be people going to take advantage of the system. Like I said, I did it myself. Hello, who's this? Yeah, what's up? This is Anonymous. I can't give out my name for this one. Uh, <laughs> why, why, why? What's up? I, Talk to us. Yo, listen, let me tell you, I have an issue with these support animals. First of all, th- that is white people activity. Black people don't need no support animals. And I think it's crazy that they think that they should be allowed to bring these stinky animals into public places like restaurants and grocery stores and like why do i have to be subjected to your animal because you are too sensitive to come outside without a dog now, or a parrot now I w- parrot now i will agree I, I will agree with this i i do feel that some people do need it I, people with disabilities or people having problems they do need that support system Man. but sometimes i feel like just the the little mm-hmm. old white lady just got the little pomeranian in the, in the supermarket no, no. all the groceries is just a little too far 
Listen, dog, I feel like these people that have all these animals are because they're lonely and they have social skills that are not adequate. You don't need to walk around with no dog in your backpack or getting on an airplane to have this nasty-looking animal looking at me with his tongue out, breathing that breath on me when I'm in a plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's too excessive. America has gotten soft. We don't need these things. Like, we support animals. Animals don't support us. We wipe their and You know what I'm saying? Like, we feed them. They don't feed us. So I think it's just a cop-out for people to just seek attention. Like, look at me. I have a dog. Like, okay. it's stupid. Thank you, brother. Nika! Yes! Hey, Nika, good morning. Good morning! We're talking support animals this morning. What's your thought? I love my dog. She's not an official support animal, but my baby, Sky. She was with me through COVID, and she was there 100%. <laughs> they love you in ways that a, a person couldn't. So, so let me ask you a question. You put a vest on the dog and say it's a support animal and just take it to places with you? I thought about it, but, I, but all you got to do is get them, um, get them certified. There's not much to get them certified. <laughs> so you don't need but it. I you just want to carry him around with you. That's my girl. He's, he's with me 100%. <laughs> See? See? Again, there are people that legitimately need it. We're not talking about y'all. We're talking about taking advantage of the system. And it's easy. Chanel. Yes. Let's talk about support animals this morning. Support animals are a bunch of BS. Why you get to have your freaking animal with you when giving me anxiety? Because I don't do animals. I don't do cats, dogs, none of that. So now my nerves all jacked up. If you can't, if you can't go over without your animal, stay your ass home. But she knows, Chanel. Some people do need it. Some people have disabilities. And, and stay home. Okay, that's fine. I understand. When I go in the grocery store, I don't need to see no blind, no seeing eye dog. Because you can't, the dog can't pay how much your stuff is. Uh, I'm saying blind people need the dog. But what you need a dog for in the grocery store, that's nasty. That's real nasty. Putting the kids going to the basket, you still put the dog in the basket. Blind people got to shop too, Chanel. Blind people, I gave you the pass. Shop and braille. They can't, the dog, what they need the dog for? The dog can't tell them how much the stuff is oh in the God. store. But Chanel, blind people got to go out too. They just not going to be shopping online they can with go bread. Out and that's fine, but why they got to be in the store? Because they got to. They want to touch the fruit and make sure the fruit is hard and soft, and they want to pick their own stuff out as well. They can feel it and touch it, and they need the dog to guide them. That's fine, but what you need the dog for? What you need the dog for? How they gonna walk down the aisle if they can't see? They got a cane. Ray Charles did it. I ain't seen him with one dog. Ray Charles. Goodbye, Chanel. Bye. Goodbye, Chanel. I was with her until I, I tried. She, she you know what? The C&I dogs, come on, they get a pass. We're not talking about those. 800-585-1051. We're just talking about support dogs this morning. Let's let's have a conversation. What do you think about them? Let's talk. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about support animals. This conversation comes from a judge in the YSL case who said he needed his support animal in court to help him out. Let's go to the phone lines. We're asking about support animals. Now, I do feel that people do need support animals. There's a lot of people that use support animals, people who have anxiety and phobias and fears, and those dogs comfort them. A lot of people with disabilities use the dog to be able to to get around and feel comfortable in, in public. So we're just asking, what's your opinion on these animals? We have uh, Chrissy on the line. Chrissy, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm wonderful. Okay. So on your service animals dog, um, mm-hmm. to defend the, the judge, mm-hmm. 
He didn't have a emotional support dog. He had a support dog. And there's a difference. I'm sorry, a service dog. And that's the purpose of the bell. The bell is to tell everybody around him if he's about to have a seizure or if he's about to go into like something medical. My niece has one. Mm -hmm. So I think giving him, like the young man who gave him the donkey of the day, for him explaining to the audience or to the courtroom that, hey, you know, I have this service dog behind me. If you hear this bell, you know, this is this. Don't don't be alarmed. Don't feed him. This and the third. I think he told it in a jokingly way. But it's just to tell the people around him, hey, heads up. This this bell start going off. Y'all need to call somebody. I got you. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, thank you, Mama, for clearing that up. You're welcome. Now we have uh, Catherine on the line. Catherine, good morning. Good morning, DJ MD. Hey, Claudia. Hey. Now, good Catherine morning. is a mental health therapist and support her clients and people having support animals, correct? I do, yeah. So, like, within my career, I've had plenty of clients with support animals, from children to senior citizens all the way around. So, I'm in full support. And now, I do agree with you, DJ MD, what you said earlier about how kind of take it too far with like kangaroos and chickens and all them, them other things that you said earlier so those yes you don't need that but as far as dogs and cats those animals bring a certain level of affection to people's lives you know like unconditionally dogs will like love you they will greet you at the door and do all of these things so i have had clients that needed that whether you know some on so this support animal kind of helped them through that mm -hmm. i just have clients who are so like fearful of like airplanes for whatever reason the turbulence you know they knew somebody that yeah. like that was like whatever the case may be but they just can't even walk on the door of an airplane and what are they going to do just like never travel and not live their lives so we have to find some type of like supplement for them to be able to live their daily lives and do things. Now, do I think people kind of take advantage of it and bring certain animals to environments where maybe it's not needed? Yes, but it's such a slippery slope because a lot of people just really do struggle going to coffee shops, getting up, getting in the car. So it's like you kind of need to, to take certain measures in right. order for them to do things. So it's like, it, it's really a slippery slope. I've even had, like, I, I um, am a therapist for children. I, I was in the past. Mm -hmm. So I've even had children in this facility that I was working at at the time. They were just so suicidal and tried so many different things every day to, like, try to kill themselves. But then when we implemented, you know, weekly support animal therapy, I think it was like two to three times a week or something like that, this particular client lives each wait each week and each day so that they can see this animal. So it does yeah. definitely bring a different level yeah, no, I get it. And I do know people do need it, and I know it helps with anxiety and things like that. But, you know, my thing is is when I start seeing people with alligators and, and pigs and kangaroos, yeah. uh, I mean, you're a therapist. Yeah. Have you ever, you know, su suggested somebody to go get a, a kangaroo or alligator or a parrot or no. a peacock? You know, it, but I always no. have to ask, like, my daughter, right? My daughter, London, is scared of dogs. Like, when I say scared, it doesn't matter how little, how big. It could be a miniature dog. She ain't messing with dogs. But So now, if she's on a plane with somebody with a dog, it's it's kind of, it, 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 like, what does she do? Now, she has anxiety because there's a dog there. And now, the person with the dog there doesn't have anxiety, you know? 
Saucy Santana is facing backlash for roasting a woman on set. There's a clip that's been going around. Uh, Saucy has some of the girls in an uproar over some things he had to say on a set of a video shoot recently. Now, this video came out where Saucy is interacting with an unidentified woman. 
When she walks away, Saucy starts complaining about the type of woman that apparently uh, his team brought to set, referencing the woman who just walked away. And then y'all even got no bad. She ain't got no BBL. Her makeup one done. Like, what are we doing? So, like, the need a BBL? Yeah, like, they ain't got no BBLs, no mink lashes, no lace wigs, no nothing. She just came out and said, Now, social media users were not happy that Saucy Santana was body shaming a woman who chose to be natural. Some people showed their disappointment in how common it is for people to flaunt their image that had been heavily altered. Mm-hmm. One person said, See? This is the problem now. Another one said, three BBLs and still being built like a hot air balloon is crazy. He got some nerve. But what do you feel about it? You're, you're, you're natural, right? I am natural. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any plastic surgery done. I had some fillers done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. Um, I, I think we're at a place now where natural is looked down upon now. I remember people being in my DM saying, you need to get your butt done. I'm like, mm-hmm. my butt will be done from squats and from hitting the track. Mm-hmm. And that ship has sailed for me. I just think, listen... Saucy, you're free to do what you want with your body, and you have, mm-hmm. and that's cool. But leave leave natural women alone because it's harder. It's hard now. We get compared to people who spent thousands of dollars on their bodies, mm-hmm. and shame for not getting surgery now. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of these women look alike, right? They they're all built the same. They, it seems like they all go to the same doctors. They all look like, as Miss Pat would say, like big ants uh, with the huge uh, ass in the back. And and I think. It gets to a point where we have to start saying natural is fine. It doesn't matter what your body type is. You don't want to look like everybody else. And that's why I always say, you know, parents, make sure you love your children. Tell your children they look beautiful every day. Tell your children that they're gorgeous every day because you don't want them to look like everybody else, you know. And honestly, there was a point where I'm thinking, do I need to get something done? But then I had to check myself. Like, mm-hmm. it's OK to look different than everybody else. I love the 90s, the music videos. There were so many pretty women that they, that's how they really they really looked in person. They mm-hmm. really were that type of beautiful person. So, all right, Santana. All right, next up, um, Fat Joe gave the backstory on his popular name, Joey Crack. Do you know the story? I didn't know. I, I heard yesterday, but I thought Joey Crack was you know he came up in the, in the drug era, and we all knew you know old Fat Joe was a gangster and a hustler. So I thought it was Crack, as in Joey slung Crack. I thought the same thing too, but the the actual story is a little bit uh, more, um, I don't know, simpler than that. Fat Joe recently tweeted where the name came from, and it's not at all what we expected. He said, listen, they call me Joey Crack because the crack of my ass showed whenever I stood up. (laughs) Girls in my hood gave me the name. It was never because of the drug crack, and he ended it with, God is great. (laughs) You got to love Joey Crack. And shout to Joey Crack, shout to Fat Joe. I, I know recently he, uh, one of his brothers passed away, so definitely sending healing energy and you know our support for that. But Fat Joe is one of those people in the industry that is not an industry friend. He's a real friend. And if he considers you as a real friend, he calls, he'll check up on you. Not when things are great, not when things are bad. He does it frequently. So, and he does, he's been doing that with me for the, the, the past, I don't even know how long, every you know, a couple of days he just calls or just sends a text to say, hey, Envy, I love you. Just checking up on you. And he's been doing that for years. So good morning, Fat Joe. Good morning, Lorena. Good morning, uh, Azzy. Love you guys. And that is your rumor report. Thank you so much. All right. When we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. 800-585-1051. Let me know what you want to hear. We'll get your request on. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. 
a story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years 
and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that's is how they choose. <laughs> Call in now, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? This is Darina. Hey, Darina, who you want to give donkey to? Um, I need to give, I've been trying to do this for a while, but I need to give donkey of the day to you, DJ Envy. Me? Oh, Why? Why? Because, so I forget who was there. But you guys were talking about, um, you were talking about how if somebody's bullying your kid and how you teach your kids to stand up for yourself. Oh, okay. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And you said to say, that's why your mom drives a Camry. <laughs> I drive a Camry. <laughs> and it's actually pretty nice. Like, it's, 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 I mean, it's 2019, but it's my Camry. It's clean. So, it's clean. I got you. I was like... Yes, my wheels are clean. I mean, you know. It is the fact he is. <laughs> Envy is a car snob, I'll though. take that. I'll take that. I'm sorry, Darina. I cannot believe you did that. But I've been trying to tell you that all day. And literally today, I sent you a message on Instagram and Gia a message on Instagram because you were talking about uh, your baby furniture. Yeah. And my daughter's about to have a, a little boy in April. But, you know. I was telling you that I was going to give you Donkey the Day if you reply to me. And finally, I got through because I've been trying to get through since you said that. Well, I'm sorry, and salute to all the moms that drive Camrys. I appreciate you. Yeah, but but Gia and I are going to be giving away our uh, all the nursery stuff. So it's the Brat Decor. The brat, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, we're going to be giving away all that stuff. Uh, we're going to start the podcast up and figure a cool way to give it away. We just want to help a, a family out there or a parent out there that might not have. So, But I appreciate you for hitting us. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a good day. And hey, Claudia. Hey, girl. Hello, who's this? What up, what up, DJ Envy? This A-O. A and the letter O, Alex Osuna, that's all. A-O. Give, who you want to give Donkey to? I want to give Donkey of the day to the judge in the Young Thug Rico trial case, man. Wow. I was watching it yesterday, man, and I feel like the judge is all about himself. I think he wants the camera all on himself. And then just hearing he had his dog in there and provided a whole discovery on that. I don't think he's work, working on uh, the case and focused on the case that much. I think he's focused on himself and he needs to get removed. Okay. It, it does sound a little funny where he had a whole dissertation about his dog and his a golden retriever and that it has a little bell on and don't bring it forward. I know more about the dog than the case because of what he said yesterday. It's appropriate. Exactly, exactly. That's 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 my point. I, I went to court. I went to trial. And uh, if that was me, I would have I would have told my judge to ask for a mistrial just off of that. Like the, the dog don't have no relevance on the case. That's right. Hello, who's this? 
This is AJ from Ohio. AJ from Ohio. Who you want to give Donkey the day to, bro? I definitely want to give Donkey of the day to that young man you guys were talking about this morning uh, that was getting ready to leave his wife because she was paralyzed. Oh, yeah, that was that's actually Claudia's friend. Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, so you're giving Donkey the day to her husband for leaving her while she's paralyzed. Yeah, that's Donkey of the day behavior. I feel like, like uh, that defeats the purpose of trying to be a husband. Why sign up to be a husband when you're going to dip when it gets difficult, you know? Okay. Well, go to my Instagram yeah. page on my story. I put her picture up. I'm trying to find her a new husband, so screw him. Wow. Hello, who's this? This is General Smiles, man. Hey, General Smiles. Who you want to give Donkey to, bro? Oh, uh, man. I'm going to give Donkey the other day to my contractor. I'm an HVAC subcontractor, and he hasn't paid any of us his contractors in a week yet. So he gets the Donkey for a fact. Damn, hopefully you get paid before Christmas, bro. I, I do I do want to give a quick shout out Envy I'm a huge fan I host a radio show on Wednesdays on Blog Talk Radio and I idolize my way out run my show from you I just want to give you flowers while, while you're alive brother thank appreciate you brother it. I appreciate it so much Rachel you're the last person Rachel who you want to give Donkey today to Hi, good morning, everyone. Um, so the first person I want to give Donkey today to is Jackie. You be ashamed of yourself. Your parents put you in a great position. Donkey, straight up donkey. You're acting like a fool. Sit down, please. Oh, you want to give? You said you to Ti, son. Yes, he is embarrassing his family. Uh-huh. He is embarrassing the black community. When he comes see you, he gonna stand on his business and come see you. Yeah. <laughs> I live in Miami. Come see me, baby. And I'm from Brooklyn. What up? Oh yeah, you scared me. Brooklyn and Miami. All right. You have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, that was Donkey of the Day. Charlemagne, we'll be back tomorrow. And uh, when we come back, we got the positive note and more, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Claudia, I appreciate you hanging out with me the last couple of days. Thank you for having me. I had fun like usual. Now, uh, if you don't know, Claudia had some things to do. Uh, and she pushed it back so she can come and hang out with us for the last couple of days. So we appreciate you for that. I'm heading to L.A. to do my first horror film. So stay tuned for that. Do you die in the first five minutes? I don't die in the first five minutes, and I really can't give it away because I want you to watch it. But I'm stepping up from Tubi, y'all. I'm going to BT now. Now, I, I just want to tell you, you know, there's a clip going around uh, of, of a Tubi movie of you. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, re- I seen that clip like a thousand times, and I didn't know it was you until last week. Good. <laughs> so if you don't know the clip, I mean, let me let me explain it. Do we have the audio? We don't have the audio. We don't have the audio. So, I'm just a kid. Yeah, so Claudia comes home from jail. Mm-hmm. And she goes to her ex-man's house. And when she gets to her ex-man's house, she realizes that her ex-man has a new girl. Claudia pulls out a gun. Wait, wait, wait. Let me justify it. It's not just a girl. He got with the parole officer that I went to jail for shooting and had the audacity to have a baby with her when he's supposed to be waiting for my character to get out of prison to hold me down. So when he didn't... So Claudia shoots the man. Sure did. Shoots the wife. Yep. And then shoots the baby. <laughs> Claudia shot the kid. I, I know y'all seen this too. It was all over everywhere. It was on Shade Room. It was on Jasmine Brand. It was on Ball Alert. It was on Hollywood Unlocked. It was on everywhere. If you haven't seen it, the movie's called All I Want Is You by director um, Silk White. And it's a part one and part two. The sad thing is the movie's actually really good. But that scene is funny because of the special effects and stuff. So people don't get to like know how dope the rest of the movie is. It's actually good. But I did shoot everybody. Everybody had to die. 
Jesus Christ. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive note. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. Uh, Charlemagne is back tomorrow. Uh, and uh, you got a positive note for the people? You got any positivity to give to the people before you leave? Um... <laughs> Hey, listen, it's tough times out here. Try to give people a little bit more grace because you don't know what people are going through. Everyone has a story just like you want them to understand and be, have show you mercy and grace. Please try to do the same for your neighbor. And also watch me on Fox Soul five days a week. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.